0: Every walk with nature, one receives far more than he seeks. John Muir Thank you for joining me on another episode of Not Quite Cold. This episode, Creatures in the Woods. In this episode, my dad, James Creaser, has joined me, and we will be talking about Dogman and Bigfoot. Tonight I have my dad with me. Say hello, dad. Hello. And uh, we are both huge Bigfoot people. We love Bigfoot. We like any kind of legend or story or sighting, anything to do with it. So we're just going to kind of talk about that and a little bit about dogmen. Um, I've noticed in like the last, I'd say maybe five years, there's... Really been a, quite a few stories or sight saying people saying that they've spotted uh like werewolves like werewolves really have been kind of on the rise for sightings, and I kind of can't help but wonder if these so called werewolves are actually what uh Native Americans would call dogmen
1: well. Th- I think it is. I, uh, I think there's a lot to do with legends. Uh, Native Americans got a lot of legends about Bigfoot and Dogman. And just um, the last few years, like my daughter says, that um, I was aware of Dogman and Werewolf, and there's more of them spotted down there in southeast Oklahoma, down there by Arkansas and Louisiana and Southeast Texas down there, and and that's pretty rough country. A lot of hills and canyons and caves and what have you. And dog man can hide in there pretty easy in the big territories. on big natural forests and stuff there. And um, I've had people come on. The, I heard them on the internet that they spotted some strange animals sometimes, some of the hunters or old-timers and stuff, even late at night or early morning or when they're driving through the woods with a car coming from a place and they see something cross the road and it's a really a big, it looks like a werewolf, really big and mean. And these werewolves, they can become pretty dangerous and stuff. People are scared of them. And... um, It was kind of interesting in a way, you know. I don't hear so much about that in the Midwest where we are, but um, more uh, Bigfoot than anything else.
0: Well, something that I found just now on the Internet is actually it says that most of the uh, beasts, like the dogmen, have actually been spotted in 38 out of the 50 states here in the U.S., And um, there's also been reported sightings in Brazil and Norway. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of interesting.
1: It is. It kind of seems like the the federal government or the government kind of covers that up a little bit. They don't uh, check into it or investigate very far. It's like they're trying to keep it a secret because they don't want to scare the people from going into the natural forest and camp and what have you and stuff, you know. And, and, um, I mean, it's very interesting. I mean, there's a lot of game and and a lot of places these Bigfoot and a dog man can hide. And some of these dog man, they become pretty uh, bold and and active. They come to people's houses and get their dogs and other things and stuff, especially if they live way deep in the woods and stuff
0: yeah no, that's pretty terrifying i I wouldn't want to come across one of these guys. They said that like a lot of the times they're at least minimum a seven foot tall. They either have blue eyes or they have uh amber colored eyes, and uh apparently they have like a very canine like animal face with a torso of a man. And apparently, the people that have heard them howl have like it's shook them to their core. Mm-hmm. And you know, so, so honestly, like, like going back to like what you said before, Dad, where, you know, like these people, they'll, they'll see them when they're driving late at night and that. How many years ago was it that we, we would have laughed at the thought of seeing moose? come down all the way down to South Dakota, even Nebraska, let alone, you know, some of these other creatures that typically live in the northern part of uh, the U.S. And now we actually have like filmed footage of these creatures, these animals coming down into the lower regions of the U.S. And so it's not far fetched to say that these dogmen are out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like say, like I was saying, some of these hunters and backwood people that know the woods real good and know about hunting and stuff, they've uh, they're even kind of scared of some of these things because I guess, I guess there's been reports where they've shot at the dogman, even with high powered rifles that don't seem to kill him. And when they do get killed uh the body's there, and then somehow or another the federal government knows about it, or they get reports to them and there they snatch up the body, and nothing's said about it
0: that 's really crazy. It sounds like um like a lot of the stories actually kind of stem from Michigan, and uh according to what I saw here on when I just like googled it. It said that like there's there's stories that are stating all the way back the last a hundred and thirty years and and that's just the dogma like we're not we're we're not we haven't even gotten to bigfoot there are you know drawings in in archaeological uh dig sites around the world of a bigfoot like creature, and so that's like you know i mean is there something magical going on like is that where I mean I I don't know where these if these creatures have already always been here and we've just never seen them or like I don't know what theory out there is that these creatures are coming in through a rift in like dimensions
1: well I don't know but uh, like if there have been a lot of legends for way back with American Indians they they uh, had stuff about Bigfoot and even Dogman, but mainly Bigfoot. and And they kind of just left them alone. They didn't bother them and stuff, and and kind of kept them uh, from their way ways of life and stuff. And if they don't interfere with them, they don't bother them. But Dogman is a little different. He's more aggressive, and and he goes and he uh more de- uh, dangerous. And not only that, I think because uh. People are pop, getting more populated in these places and stuff, and they're taking over their territory and stuff, just like all these game animals coming down from different places. Uh, we're just driving a, away from their land, and they're following the rivers, and, and the same goes with Dogman and Bigfoot. Now, Dogman sounds scary in the first place, and, um, but uh, when I heard reports, these people actually seen this stuff or had encounters with them now uh, some people will say well they're dreaming or they're just thinking stuff or they're on drugs or something not everybody can be that way I don't think because there's too many reports of of things like this and and uh, these people wouldn't be lying they have no reason to lie or to uh, make up stories and stuff so I go from well,
0: there. Well uh, I mean uh, something else I just find, found here is that Um, there's quite a few articles about how dogmen and werewolf sightings have been uh encountered in Pennsylvania, and it says it goes back centuries. Now, to me, that makes me feel like they don't think it's the same creature. What do you? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Like, I
1: don't know. I I don't know how to think of that. But uh, well, werewolf and dogman to me they I think they're the same creature, kind of you know different names for them and stuff, you know, but as for Bigfoot, he's a little different, I think, but they still operate they still um in the same territory, you know, like I say, not all bigfoot are are dangerous or violent, but dogman is dangerous and violent yeah, um it
0: these dogmen kind of seem like they're very hostile compared to, like, Bigfoot. Like, Bigfoot, it sounds like as long as you don't mess with them, they're okay with you being there as long as you're okay with them being there. The minute you begin to really mess with them and kind of invade more into their lives, that's when it sounds like they tend to attack people. Mm
1: -hmm. And they... They've been known to hang around coyotes, uh, groups of coyotes or, or or packs of coyotes when they howl at night or wherever. It seems like they kind of hang around there, the werewolf. I, I don't know if the coyotes follow the werewolf because the werewolf would probably... Uh, Take down a deer or some other animal, and whatever he didn't eat the coyotes would clean up i I don't know, but there's some connections between that, even with bigfoot a little bit the coyotes are a little bit connected with
0: i don't know i i'm curi- I, so I'm really curious of the fact that like how do you if 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 it is what we consider um a werewolf, where it is someone who is human during the day and then in the evening can transform into a wolf or uh, something the equivalent of. Uh, do you think that they got, like, they've always been that way? Or is that, you think it's something where they, they were bit by another one? But then, you know, that kind of...
1: I don't think they transform into a human being or a human being transform into a werewolf or a dogman. I think they've just been that way, the werewolf and the and the and turn and the mad dogs and stuff, you know? And uh I don't know, I just
0: Okay, so it does say here that the Michigan dogman um tends to appear in a ten year cycle. So like, every ten years it'll it'll show up. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting to me. Like, what? Why always ten years? Or is it just that that's when we happen to realize that something's out there?
1: Well, maybe that is uh pretty well true. That that's why we see him sometimes, and then nothing's been said about him for a long time, and then it's brought up again, and we we classify the werewolf. Mad dog as evil, the devil, or whatever you know, and they come in different forms and stuff. You know, some people when when they see that, and, and there's a lot of recent reports of citing them. They think the end of the world is going to be coming soon, and who knows, you know?
0: Well, I'm I'm trying really hard to find like some kind of. I know that some some of the native tribes around there, um, used to talk about the dogmen or have stories about them. But I, I'm i having a hard time locating a particular uh, legend of it. It's it's actually like they just say that the Ottawa tribes that lived around there um, claimed to have sightings and whatnot back in the day. There's not really as much info out there as I thought there would be regarding like the legend
1: no there isn't so i i don't know uh, they don't want to get no more maybe people don't know no more than we do about it or they don't want to get it out so much and and scare people and stuff you know
0: so i did find another website that said like the michigan the particular michigan one i don't know about other states other sightings necessarily but they did say that particular one was cited back in 1887. And it says that the legend kind of continued and other people began to report this creature. And they did say they did call it like a werewolf.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that mad dog does look like a werewolf. He had a long sno- snoot, pointed ears, big eyes. A lot of teeth. And when he uh, grins or looks, he looks like a werewolf.
0: Yeah. So it it says here that there was a song that was recorded about the dogman or about a similar creature, I should say. And apparently, after he recorded this song and they played it, more than a hundred reports of this particular creature came in, hmm. and that was uh, let's see, I'm not quite sure when that first recording was. Another verse was added to that song in 1997. Uh, I'm not sh- quite sure what the name of the song is, I will have to look that up, and if I can find it, I'll post it on the website. Okay, so the this legend of the 1887 was in Wexford County, and I, I probably blotched that name, but apparently two lumberjacks saw a creature whom they described as having a man's body with a dog's head. Then in Paris, Michigan in 1938... Uh, Robert Fortney was attacked by five wild dogs, and said that one was, um, one of the five was walking on two legs, and a reported similar creatures also came from Allegiant County in the 1950s, and then kind of throughout these other little areas in 1967. In 1961, a night watchman was patrolling a manufacturing plant in Big Rapids, Michigan, when he saw a weird figure. And at first he thought it was a person until he realized that it had dog-like features. He pulled his gun and was about to shoot when he remembered his camera and took it out and took a picture of the beast... And the photo has not been analyzed yet, but the photo still remains an unsolved mystery. Mm. That's really creepy. Really, really creepy. And if I can find this photo, I'm not sure if that's it or not, but if I can find a photo of it, that's something to definitely like haunt your dreams with for sure. As far as like Bigfoot goes, I feel like, they live in areas that aren't necessarily always accessible to humans. You know, there's, there's plenty of areas around the U.S., let alone other countries, where it's just not possible for a... Hu- I mean, it is possible for those extremists that are out there, so those are the ones that have the sightings. They're the ones that go out there and they want to hike. They want to go through areas that, you know, untouched land and whatnot. But most average day people cannot reach those areas. So it's, to me, it's not a crazy thought that that's kind of where these Bigfoot creatures are living. I'm not sure about the dogman, I don't know enough about that legend. Um, I am gonna continue to look into that. I don't know. So, what are what are some of your thoughts on Bigfoot? Well,
1: I think uh, Bigfoot does exist, especially in the Northwest, up in Washington, Oregon, and I I think down th- any place where there's a lot of woods and game and water and where they can hide. I'm not saying there's a lot of them, but they cover a lot a big territory in no time. So, I mean, they can be one place one state, one day, and the next state, someplace else. But um, you don't see these things because it's just a matter of accident if you would see them, and and very seldom people don't think nothing of it because they don't think there's anything like that. Well, I think there is, but uh, I haven't seen one in my life and probably never will, but uh, there's a lot of reports around the world, the United States alone, and that there's something like that, so that's what I think about Bigfoot. And and as for Bigfoot and Dogman, I don't think they get along that good together. They're kind of enemies among each other. They fight. They can fight among each other. So probably where a Dogman is, Bigfoot isn't around for a while, or where Bigfoot is, the Dogman don't hang around. And that's I what can I can see th- that. That's what I think. You know?
0: Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. So on online here, and I'm sure that if you live in one of those uh states that have these, there are signs that will say Bigfoot Crossing. And it's interesting to me because of the fact that if there are really all these sightings and they end up posting uh an actual like government official sign that says Bigfoot Crossing you know, that might be a joke maybe in one one town, but it's not going to be a joke all over the freaking place. And it's just, that's, that's funny that there's so many out there. So apparently back in May of this year, a woman, a 20 year old woman was walking out of a 24 hour gym around, this was around midnight. She had just completed her workout and uh, she turned to the right to head towards her car in a well lit parking lot. There was no other vehicles in the lot, and on the side of the building, uh, apparently this p- car was parked on the side of the building where it was, you know, really well lit. And she said that she wasn't alone. She she said that she heard a twig snap, and when she looked towards the sound, she saw a creature that was seven to eight feet tall covered in gray fur and racing back into the woods about 3 uh 30 yards away. She said it was far too large and several like and likely several 100 pounds and moved too quickly to be a man. She was in tears and very shaken. She ended up calling her parents from a nearby restaurant and asking them to come and drive her home. That's kind of an incredible Bigfoot story. I remember talking with a good friend of mine that has now since passed away. And he had a, a paranormal radio show uh out of Nebraska. And he had on a guest at one point in time that was a woman. And when she was a child, she lived with her parents in, I think it was like Oregon or something. It could have been Washington, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. And she said that they lived kind of out in the woods a little bit. And when they moved into this big house, they started hearing and having weird experiences outside, um, especially around dusk time. They would they would hear giant tree limbs falling. They had a dog, I think a little dog at the time. And their little dog would just be barking all the time towards the woods. And they kind of assumed that it was just some kind of wild animal that lived nearby there. Because, you know, they had never... It, as a recall, I don't think the family had ever lived out in a wooded area like that before. But at the same time, they also kind of knew some of the... They had researched beforehand and knew kind of what some of the local... um Wildlife would be out there, and they they ended up apparently seeing a small family of Bigfoot, and or in particular one big one Bigfoot, and this creature came in and was very curious about this family, and if I can remember right and. I I'm gonna I'm gonna try to Google my heart out on trying to find any information about this. She said that this Bigfoot would talk to them telepathically, and they became friends all together. And he had um this Bigfoot that they had become friends with would eventually end up having his own little family nearby there and would come in and and introduce them and whatnot and when it got time for them to leave her family told this big bigfoot group you know hey you guys gotta run and hide because you know there's if the next people that live here find out you're here and they're not good people you're you're gonna be goners, like somebody's gonna come and hunt you down, and so I don't know it just kind of little fascinating because like what if what if they are typically very docile creatures? you know I mean, if you look at humans and had never met a human before, well, there's quite a few humans that are so territorial that they're gonna come off as being super scary and like oh don't don't go messing over there because those those creatures are gonna they're gonna kill you or get you know and eat you or whatever the case may be but i don't know it kind of makes me wonder a little bit if if that is what what can happen all right well thank you dad for coming on you're welcome So I actually wasn't able to locate the information I was hoping to in regards to the girl. I don't know if this is honestly a memory from Harry and the Hendersons. I know that that was one of the things that kept popping up. Um, I do remember, so it kind of bothers me that I can't find it, but I'm not going to stop looking. However, I was able to find a little bit more in regards to... Dogmen and Native American Lore. On one particular website, a person that goes by the name of the Cloaked Hedgehog has been really working in the paranormal field to try to gather reports and sightings regarding Dogmen. And they seem to be kind of in a standstill as far as not finding what they wanted on it. And they also uh, state that they couldn't really find... A lot of the times what they found was that you basically just need to stay away from them. So sadly, there just is not much about this particular subject. There is quite a bit of skinwalker folklore and some of the skinwalker folklore kind of ties in itself with the dogman so some people believe that salt high density metals such as iron or gold and silver and praying seem to kind of help but i don't know i've i've never come across a dogman before so i personally can't say this individual said that they did come across a woman on a facebook group that was willing to talk about native lore and dogmen. And this lady states that she got the chance to speak to an older gentleman in regards to the dogmen and Native American legends. I'm not going to share the whole story with you because, honestly, I'm going to respect the person and... It was such a personal story that this lady shared that I don't feel completely right sharing it on my podcast without speaking with her. And since I personally don't know this woman, I'm just going to touch on a few things that I found interesting. One of the things that surprised me was that this talked to her first of the Wendigo. Now, a Wendigo is a native spirit that is cannibalistic and also a trickster. Then this gentleman talked to her about wolf people and began telling her how when people enter any sort of wild landscape, they should have respect for it and the things around them. And you should not enter it thinking you know everything. I apparently wolf people show themselves in two ways. The first way is what they call the watcher. When somebody sees a watcher, they can expect to feel really uneasy and almost kind of scrutinized by them. If the watcher interacts with them, it may be a trickster. Items may go missing from your camp. Apparently these watchers will not hurt you unless you try to hurt it. This older gentleman did tell her that if you're angry, vengeful, or have ill intentions when you enter the woods or any kind of wildlife area, you're gonna end up attracting these wolf people that might not necessarily let you return back to civilization. So just always remember that if you end up going into the woods, have respect for all the things around you. I do have another story that I found on firstpeople.us. And if you truly like American Indian legends, go on to this website. It's pretty interesting. This particular story is called The Dog Children. There are a couple of different versions of it depending on the tribes. So basically, there was a girl who lived near the mouth of a river, and she refused all offers of marriage. And at last a strange young man visited her at night and laid with her. She wondered who he could be and made up her mind to mark him. She put red paint on the palms of her hands, and when he appeared the following night in the dark, she embraced him, leaving the imprints of her hands on his side. She never went out of the house, but the next morning, she went out to see if she could recognize the young man. All the young men were playing and called out, Oh, see the girl? She's come out to see us play. As she could see, none of them had any markings. She went home. When she neared the house, she saw her father's large dog being fed by her mother, and on his sides were her hand marks. Her mother said, who's been making a fool of the dog by painting his sides the girl was ashamed and went inside and cried to herself in due time she gave birth to 11 pups five male and six female one of the later was black and white the people were very angry they beat the dog nearly to death and left the girl and her children to die the puppies were hungry therefore their mother went at night with a torch to dig clams on the beach. On her return, when she neared the house, she heard the pups dancing and singing. She, think we're, she thinks we're dogs, but we're children. The black and white one was on watch and warned the others of their mother's approach. So they all hastily donned their skins and kept quiet. She looked about and saw children's tracks where they had been dancing. It is strange that you're all dogs and still you gave no warning nor tell when strangers are dancing around. The following night when she went out after clams she put her robe on a stick and tied her torch to another one by its side and hurried home. The pups thought she was still at the beach and kept on dancing and singing. She crept silently up and jumped over the one on watch, and seized the skins of the other before they could get to them, and threw them into the fire. Thus they remained children, while the black and white one remained a dog. Now their father returned in the form of a good-looking man, and he hunted for the family. He killed many goats and deer, And soon he had great quantities of meat and fat. He put much fat into the catches of those people who had left some fish for the girl and into the catches of those who left nothing. He only put bones. Now the girl's grandmother pitied her and sent Crow with some fish for her. Dogman gave Crow fat to take back to the old woman. And by this, it became known how well off the girl had become. When the people all returned, they were fed by Dogman. The 10 children of the girl grew up to be handsome people and they married among themselves. Some people say that the children were all grown up and married before the grandmother sent the crow with the fish and the people returned. What are your thoughts on the Dogman? What are your thoughts on Bigfoot? let me know. You can email me at notquitecoldpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can also check out my Facebook page, Not Quite Cold, and I hope you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep your blanket close, maybe keep a light on, and don't listen.